part four. Recognition of the aforementioned belief in the impossible and nothingness becomes another heroic attempt at establishing contact with reality where I learn to stop hoping and fully embrace misanthropy. A voice, familiar beneath static and swirling saxophone dervishes. Homeo, Homeo, wherefore art thou, Homeo? Thine will lies beneath the ice, how long shall it last? Were it too much to mention, I would not. I, I know the secret, I have the answer, I have learned it from whales. Is no small feat to chisel out enough ice for a whale to surface yet. Dear Homeo, in truth, it is. I do it now, before. The voice fading away. It is bland to spell out too much. The mind must solve puzzles for itself. It is the triumph of discovery, of success having been earned that births true understanding. Be weary of information and welcoming of mysteries. What will drives the hero? They sit all over the world in all ages. What is the connection there that distinguishes some from others? Why is one chosen? Why isn't all of everyone overpowered by that divine impulse, by data, by beatnikery, why is society overpowered by this silly ballet? Rather than, of course, near contemporary ballet. I just need to understand the driving forces. The causes. Trying to call forth questions that might bring about that holy heart to obtain better than that. Questions, because what else is there? A riot. An organized military coup. A giant. A global strike. How do we transfer military spending to school, urban reformation, ecological restoration, organic agriculture, creative arts, social welfare, clean energy? All I'm saying is, things have been bad for the planet because of us, our lifestyles, for a long time. It is now ingrained in the fabric of existence, a part of nature almost. I mean, Sometimes it seems that it would be pretty nice if one of the super volcanoes erupted and erased all of this. Made it seem like it wasn't our fault, like nothing bad was going on here. Would we be reconciled then? If you ain't angry, then you're drinking too much of the white man's juice. Chan is back on the scene, doing nothing as usual, just moping around, thinking about speaking into the voids. Hoping Nails is around to validate the random rants and maybe direct them into something logical, but Nails isn't around this time. John is alone along the banks of the river. The river is wide, with flat beaches of big stones. The air is always moving, though, the water current taking life in the sky. Along the river is where the world really opens up. The only place better would be a mountaintop or a vista outcrop, where the expansive... appears from out of the trees which hem everything in. The air tells the same tale in those places, traveling swiftly with such a wide field of play. Chun is subconsciously benefiting from 
creek near the willow and water rebarks. Watching the water paint these construction, the bubbles beyond bubbles, the churning, the explosive, chaotic, languid revel. Just water hitting stones, but the clarity, the ecstatic surge. The creek right before the river seems almost as though all of the droplets bound a little more joyously because they feel the nearness of the mainstream, the main artery, calmer, big, vast, huge, filled with all of the other bits of water naked. All of them chattering about where they've been, what rocks they've passed, when they emerged from out of the mountains, what the terrain was like, whose willow roots, whose alder roots they tickled as they passed. Where they were all gone. Like kids on a roller coaster, over and over again. This is water. Sometimes new will go to churn to this place. But right near the creek, two eagles share the top of a tall tree. The tip is bent. From years of the eagles sitting there, it's more akin to a sofa now. Nils doesn't like the eagles. They pose too big a threat to that cute orange tabby. There is no better planet. The planet is absolutely perfect. There is only a more holistic us. We are the reason the planet has flaws. We make them. Without us, there are no flaws. Nils had a plan. Cats are much more powerful than anyone has given them credit for since Egypt became a mystery. For some time now, Nils had been meditating on the stars, trying to form a more solid link between Joms and Kin on the International Space Station. Joms was an established link. Kin proved far more distracted by the Zodiac, but just now Nils had used the nearness of Joms to finally make a decent connection with Kin. They both sat near their portholes, pondering, as was their God-given task at the moment, floating in zero gravity, breathing recycled air. Nils was transmitting these thoughts in the form of a news report because entertaining psychic infiltration really holds their attention much easier. This just in, folks. A new communique from the hiding jinn. Even upon the hill in the finest hollow one could find, the interplay between passion, desire, and the past is restlessly riding upon the shorn stones. Bless it. They are all embarrassed, but why? Do we not readily bear our asses every day? Were we to skip it, there would be trouble. Tis petty, to plead remorsefully. It just makes everything seem so beautiful. Such guilt. I drove the nail, thank God. Even the invented one finds the way to weep here at the farce of all. Take a microcosmic dose of the inevitable until this bleak macrocosm is Cheshire Grinny all the live long There is no remorse as the felines lick blood from their claws. I have wondered silently for so long whether or not any of this can be reconciled. Liberation. The only thing that matters is 
There's no sense in any of it. Cry. What will crying do? Weep, wail, moan, rage, be alive enough to stop denying anything. The unfortunate truth is that everything is real. Even the abyss we feel beneath us and the thin crust of earth that is a barely there barrier to an endless planet into a real There's no reason to improve. The only end is death. The only thing that matters is to Wherever the answer lies, it sleeps soundly with a light and warm blanket. It wakes up to a world that has everything it could ever imagine. Lucky. Nils Sorti released the two already eclectic astronauts from their psychic link and felt glad about how far that message would go, and began licking their claws. Ken and Joms both kind of chuckled, <laughs> exhaled, and the transmission had been to them. A quick series of impressions, humorous and confusing. They both felt as though all of their questions were almost suddenly clearly answered, but only just almost. Ken said to Joms, I have an idea for your story. Picture this. In a vast expanse of plateaus, the main character appears to the west pink and blue sky and the face bearing magical sigil silhouettes of tall trees. X has never spoken. At birth, X realized they had been born into a free... Joms interrupted. You propose the main character's name to be X? Ken said, just listen. X realized they had been born into a free frolicking farce and immediately X swore off the entire world of human heritage. They decided to block out every aspect of any person they were ever forced to experience. They vowed never to learn a single trait or mannerism or style of the strange beings who are wearing in denial of their own animal hides. X escaped captivity as soon as their mobility enabled it. The parents thought X to be just another deformed part of modernity. The silent refusal to adopt their ways, the strange usage of all four appendages and everything they did. Crawling is normal, the doctor said, but X was aping. Jones was laughing. Where are you coming from with this? Ken said, don't you say it's the perfect character of opposition to our reality? A character that emphatically refuses to give in to the script of humanity, being reared in resistance and fleeing as soon as possible. John said, I see now. Here, let me try. X really was just another one of those fuck everybody kind of people. However, X went beyond what most do. X was complete in their renunciation to the point that they gained a completely unique form of access to the universe that none of us will ever experience. X spoke with trees without any language and drank water without water having a name, no elemental structure. The sun was the sun, but beyond the concept of sun, the sun was. When the stars would appear, X would experience them beyond any pre-existing explanations. As whales wailed and raccoons raccooned, X was. However, 
In the years, even X fell victim to the inevitable. X began Xing. No one is safe. Ken clapped a little. Oh, a tragic twist there, eh? You can never resist. Nils caught a sense of what was going on in the space station and became worried that they would not fully comprehend the message, so quickly grasping with Jones is easier to attain thought space and said, Beyond language, beyond form, the spider plant rests, slowly contemplating moonlight. Sometimes, we just have to return the loot, but not often enough to worry about it when you do. Niels knew that no matter how often they interjected in the minds of these astronauts, neither of them would pay it much attention because, having been educated on the space crazies, they figured it was just natural to hear super mystical and confusing phrases in their heads every so often. Neither of them had put together the timing, passing over the northern hemisphere, over specifically the valley aforementioned. That would take them quite some time. First, they would have to find the courage to ask one another if they had experienced such a thing. No one wants to get sent home from the space camp for being insane. So Nils felt they had plenty of time. Footnote 2. And yes, if anyone has caught on yet, I have a lot of respect for PKD. I'm not stealing anything here, I just have my own idea about some way I thought things could go. But yeah, I have been inspired, and I see the similarities. You should be proud of yourself for being well-read. Good job. Isn't it strange? All of the satellites circling around the globe in their various orbits, casting circles around the planet perpetually. Some living, active, others dead, passive. Some sending, others receiving. Some searching, some collecting data. Mimicking the nature of existence in the circle. We are cast in the circles by them, invisibly encased in their weaving. They bind us to their pursuits. Never quite understanding the point, finding out how disappointed everyone keeps having to be. Never quite understanding the point, lost somewhere in a dredged out past, doomed, cursed, blessed, and willfully seeking that very special, most high, holy. Never understand the point. Show me the way to a proper melody, or will I have to always be another sifter, sifting for them? Reciprocation is a dish best served at all. Chun, walking along the foggy path of an old highway, abandoned now, its bridges fallen and overgrown by a new forest, old metal frames of old metal automobiles from 70-year-old metal accidents rusting in the brambles, all of it this strange orange and pink hue in the summertime, but is right now the opposite, in its rain-soaked melting shades of brown. Chun is mindful passively, and the thoughts passing through Chun's mind are going to develop our situation cryptically, so look closely. That voice, answering all of these questions, finally makes their challenge known. It is not the primordial slurry that knows the or feeds the rivers, it is even beyond that. It is tangible at best, I am There is real life at stake here. That much is known. But what are the people actually looking for? There is at least some direction in art. 
find God within oneself and express the impressions made by the search. Art everywhere, in every direction. So, okay, a bumblebee is on someone's toe somewhere near midnight. The toe doesn't trust the bee, licking the toe. The big toe, one move, and they're both in trouble. No symbolism, no metaphor. The bee dies, and the toe has to stop what it is doing to go and find the plantain. Buskin trousers like it meant something. U bones used to hang on the wall by a long high string. Now crack in half, both pieces out in the elements. Used now for root digging. The real thing to do is just wait in a tree near a watering hole. And the rest is dinner. It's a 30 mile drive to get to the medicine trails. And I'm not sure if the medicine can come back. just too much to ask of the world these days, spirituality-wise. But with all the amethyst and jasper getting mined out by scowlers, admire this fascinating geocomputer diode. It has magical properties. It's a hard world we live in. One minute you think you're robbing a dead person, the next minute you gotta return everything because they weren't dead. But you can keep the nice fly rods, and of course there's stuff that doesn't get returned on accident, which no one will know anything about. Would it not be better to be drinking pina coladas in the real flying harbors? The bumblebee flies back onto that midnight toe, looking for something. Camus complained about the loss of landscapes and literature. They are gone because the vastness is gone. I live on an excavated mountain that used to be a village. I only know there was a village because of the creek over there beneath the laurels and alders. Nothing else remains as proof beyond that logic. Creek is actually probably the most significant artifact anyone would really need as proof that there was a village here. Um, oof, cool. No one lives here without water. Only the civilized trees and areas in which they dwell where water does not and then wrap the water there. Good note, This could very well be the first similar species ever perpetuated on the earth. Severely Especially know this was a village because it is such a nice creek. It's so cold, it's so fresh. It meanders eight miles down a subtle grade with beautiful flats on either side. Directly upstream and over the ridge, the mountain bears a similar creek that bores its way down to the most beautiful jade palace of the snaking river that I've ever seen. My poor diasporian lineage seeking home. If only the magic of pagans and druids had been able to overcome the psychopathic minions of patriarchy, of the insatiable leviathan, of religion, of civilization's hatred for nature. Beaten before it was so huge as it is now, seemingly impossible to cure. There was a village here. Essentially, there was a village everywhere. What can we do now?
That's right, Chen. Only seek and reciprocate endlessly. Okay, well, you've been a really great audience so far. Patiently waiting for some clarity and some coherence, some high art, some landscapes overlaid with poignant sentences that rebound effervescently in your hungry minds. Pools of water, each little resting droplet, reuniting after being torn asunder by the current crashing through a hardy stones, spraying droplets, rainbows, the cold steel, a pure white, slate to gray, then back again, happening forever, hidden beneath the heavy shade of maples, the veins of the arteries always refreshing, maintaining the balance, providing life with exactly what life learned to expect. That's the end of whatever part this is. There's more parts. At least half as, at least twice as many. Or half as many. Twice as many. Thank <laughs> you.